Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before you drift off into one of our meditations or dive into a podcast interview, I would like to share with you one of the new opportunities for our listeners at The Mindful Movement. This is Sarah Raymond, and I'm so excited to announce the expansion of our coaching services to include two of my good friends and excellent coaches, Nikki Dyer and Laura Cannon. Both Nikki and Laura provide their own unique skill sets, allowing us to meet the needs of our growing audience. If you want to learn more, just follow the coaching link in the show notes. As always, we are grateful for your support and look forward to working with you. Hello and welcome to the Mindful Movement Podcast. I'm Les Raymond. And I'm Sarah Raymond. So the two of us have decided to take some time to chat with each other, catch up, and catch up the audience too with what's going on with the Mindful Movement. So thank you for tuning in today. Always grateful for the audience and for all the support along the way. Mm-hmm. How are you today, Sarah? I'm doing pretty well. It's lovely spring weather here in Maryland. It's one of my favorite times of the year. It is. So we'll touch on a, maybe a couple things today. Yeah. Um, I haven't really talked to you about this, but oh. something came up in my meditation this morning that I thought might have some value for folks. All right. Let's talk about it. Tell me. So yesterday we went to visit your brother. Yes. And um, that was nice. Yeah. Really nice. And it... I was thinking this morning, so, you know, there's a lot of, like, underlying, like, stress in the world. Yeah. Like, right now, there's been, you know, kind of a recent geopolitical thing that's on, like, the front burner of a lot of people's minds. But really, over the last couple of years, we've had, you know, a really, um, a big shift in, like, just the collective stress level of the world and it seems like that some of it has been settling down a little bit and like when I was still this morning I noticed I was like thinking about it and I was thinking about your brother because we saw him yesterday and um and for a moment like I was reminded about something that Diane Connolly told me so for those of you who follow the podcast, I think she was our first guest if you want to check the video. So Diane Connolly is a very experienced acupuncturist. She's actually, I think, the co-founder of really the first acupuncture school in America, mm. which at the time was called Thai Sophia. And she's been, there was a period where she was just a really important teacher for me. And I remember her saying something about when she was like learning about me and asking about the people in my life. And I referred to like an in-law and she was she had this look on her face like she was grossed out by the word (laughs) it's such a common word i know but she was like it's not law that brought y'all together Mm. together it's love like this is your mother in love not your mother-in-law like it's our love that has 
you know, brought these made people in our lives. Your mother made yeah. them my brothers, your brothers. And I was thinking yeah. about your brothers. And I didn't grow up with brothers. And I think there's part of me that always wanted them. And like, just like, I think right. you I appreciate sisters. that I have sisters and they've become your sisters. Like, I appreciate your brothers yeah. as my brothers now. And, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about, I was thinking about them and I was thinking about your brother, Victor, that we saw yesterday and going to see today and how, you know, it is love that brought him into my life. And, you know, I love my brother-in-law, brother-in-loves. <laughs> and, um... And it made me think about like these last couple years, how so many people have probably had really important relationships that have been, I don't want to say compromised, but like where there's been some period of time where like what's really important has been lost because like burdened. Yeah, because of so many things going on, not just the underlying increase in the general stress level that everybody's experiencing. We all know that the more stressed we are, the less clear-headed we are, not just in our like behaviors, actions, but in the moment, in our relationships, and in the way that we show up. And it's harder to show up in a way that you're like proud of yourself about. And I was thinking about a recent incident where you know, he was at our house and it reminded me of a meme actually, where it was like, it was, a, uh, you know, there was so much like device and there still is, unfortunately. I mean, there was just a heated divisiveness, whether it's like political, just like all this weird tribalism that goes on in the world. And there was a meme that was like, if you want to save money on holiday gifts, talk politics at Thanksgiving. <laughs> And that's what jumped in my mind because, uh, you know, we had an event where, um, and your brother and I will sometimes talk, um, you know, a little bit of politics, maybe a little bit of economics, you know, and I think that we're a lot alike in many ways, the things that we really care about, like family and such, but there's like some differences and they were expressed in a way at the end of like an evening, a nice evening where... It blew up a little bit and it left, I know, me feeling a little shitty about how, like, my role in it. And I was, I was, you know, with, and now that, like, I feel like some things have settled down a little bit and, like, I could find a little bit of stillness and, ooh, bug. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it this morning, thinking, like, um, yeah, how many people out there have really you know, allowed something to arise between them and someone important to them, really not because they wanted to, but because we're just not, in general, really skilled in the moment of of managing these situations and staying true to, like, what's really important instead of getting caught up with, like, talking points that are, like, stuck in your head and, you know, there's so much information coming at us and, you know... These entities are brainwashing us about this and these are brainwashing about that. And, you know, it's hard to not get somewhat attached to whatever beliefs you have in the moment about a, a current event or something. And for a part of it, I was like, I, w I was able to like be really compassionate for him. And then I was also thinking like I was beating myself up. Like I felt shitty about myself about how because I was like, that's not the brother-in-law I want to be. I don't want to be that kind of brother-in-law. 
And, and then I realized, like, I gotta cut myself a little slack, too, because, you know, I basically have, for the most part, lost my brick-and-mortar business that I spent a lot of time uh, putting into. You know, we've had a lot of stuff with our family. Our, our, you know, kids were finishing, one of our kids was finishing high school, going into college during this. One of them was going into high school. Their lives were upended and we had so much stress watching that play out and like this helpless feeling as a parent of like you can't protect your kids you can't provide the safe joyful world that you want for them there's so much out of your control um you know like just so many things piling up and the constant thought cycles we might have ourselves about our our opinions of what's going on and well, um, and the uncertainty of the direction that our entire world is going, right? It, it, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, so, you know, that's an ongoing thing to navigate, not just within our own minds, but obviously in the way that we interact with, through relationship with other people or, or even other things in our life. Um, and I don't know. I was like... I was just thinking, like, I, I hope or I wonder if there is, a, even though there's like, you know, a new thing being, uh, I don't want to say fear-mongered, but like there's a new scary thing that people are talking about. But, um, you know, maybe it's an opportunity before we get caught up in that too much to like uh, watch ourselves and watch, like, can we dial, like, where is our dial? over these last, from what's happened the last couple of years. Like, where's the volume knob on our internal, like, stress level or trigger threshold? And can we, um, can we pay attention to it and mindfully do things to turn down that dial enough where we could look at, like, how has this affected me? How, who, like, I think of other relationships too, like, that have clearly been, some of them, dismantled over these last couple of years for various reasons and many of that have been just uh, altered in a negative way and it's like nobody nobody wants that mm-hmm. so what was the aha moment from your meditation practice Part of with it, all of this uh, yeah so the aha was like one uh it was like aha i could see this a little clearer now mm-hmm. Uh, compassion, more so for myself, I think, because I don't think I felt good about myself, um, about how I showed up in like a certain event. And then like yesterday when we saw your brother, like it was on my mind and it was like, I want to have a great relationship with him, you know, regardless of like how we feel about whatever, like you're clearly not going to like agree with all the people in your life about you know, many, there's going to be many things you don't agree with, with a lot of people in your life. And um, like that, I would like, and I would, I guess I ho- am hopeful that there's a world that could exist where regardless of belief systems or how people feel about things or what you agree on, that like, it doesn't stop the flow of love between. And, you know, that's not interference. It's just like, more of an ebb and flow to help navigate conversation and like which direction conversations go. Um, so I guess that, that's a little bit what I'm thinking about. And um, Can I give my take on that? 
sure. Yeah, that was blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Well, it was a lot of things going through your mind during that process. So you, you needed to articulate it. And I appreciate that. I think that because we know science has ex uh, explained to us that 20, uh, not 20, excuse me, 95 to like 98% of our actions and habits and beliefs are run by our subconscious mind. When you're in the moment of having that debate that normally, you know, you and he can have loving debates, you know, good, good natured debates. And for many years you have done that. And in the moment where you're having a debate that starts to become a little less than loving and a little less than good natured, and you start to judge yourself, that is an opportunity to bring more about yourself into consciousness. It's like that awareness, that moment where you're like, wait, I don't like how I'm behaving. I want to change something about myself. That's, that's the catalyst to bring more to the surface, bring more into the consciousness and out of the subconscious where you, you, you know, it just does its thing. You don't really have a choice. I always like to say choice and not control because you know, there's so much that we don't actually have control over that we, we think we have control over. But in that moment, you have a choice to say, okay, well, what's really going on here? Why do I have this like uncontrollable desire to be right and to get my point heard and my point across to this other person? What is it about this situation, this topic, this conversation that is triggering me and that moment is the opportunity to bring something about yourself to consciousness that you didn't know was going on before and the more that that pr practice or process can happen among the world among all of all of us humans i think and with compassion, like you said, with love for yourself and with compassion, the more we can get along and move towards a peaceful, loving, easeful life. Easeful. That, that, that might be a new word. Um, I think it's a word. It's a word? I use it a lot because <laughs> it's, not, I, it's not easy. It's like full of ease. <laughs> it's different than easy. <laughs> Am I making sense? Yeah, you might be full of. Oh, okay. We'll see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna coin the word. It's funny. You recently <laughs> mentioned it. I think we were talking about that very topic, like um, kind of being able to notice in the moment of like a trigger and like you know why why am I doing this? And you said you proposed the idea of having like a safe word. <laughs> You're like you know when people are doing like. Uh, bondage or you know like creative sexual acts so, like they might have a safe word right. they're like oh too far like uh, where you know when you recognize me across the room getting triggered you could be like popcorn or like whatever the word I don't, what was the right. word you recommended I don't remember but I, I think I heard that somewhere I didn't come up with it on my own I don't recall exactly where I heard it but 
I think it's a great idea. Like I know you very well and I know what, what you're working on and what upsets you and what you want to grow and improve or what category, what area of your life you want to grow and improve on. And I see you much differently than you see yourself and vice versa. And that's true for any human being, right? Like I always say, when we're trying to learn or, or grow, change something, it's like we're looking at ourselves in the mirror with our nose pressed up against mm -hmm. it and you, you can't see anything about yourself when you're looking at yourself like that, right? And it can take someone that loves you and knows you and knows what you, you want for yourself to like pull your nose away from the mirror and allow you to look at yourself from a, right. a, a broader perspective or farther away from the heated moment or whatever it is that you want to change. Well, maybe we should start a poll about a potential word. Or... <laughs> That's great. So in the comments, let us know yeah. what our what our trigger reminding word should be. And um, we don't have a lot of time today because we do have a dozen people coming that we have to start cooking for. Yes, that's but, true. Um, before we, I guess, share with what's on the horizon or any offerings we have now, is there any other topics you wanted to discuss? with me or to share well i actually haven't talked to you about this yet either uh -oh. <laughs> so we're, we're doing a lot of this conversation uh in a public way um but as you know i'm working on a master coaching certification training program and it's a nine month long program and we have been asked i think i did share some of this with you we've been asked to uh decide on a final project and that's working on something for ourselves as if we are coaching ourselves for this nine month long period. And uh, you can choose something that's an external measurable goal, like a certain salary that you want to reach or uh, you want to- A height you want to grow to? Uh, you want to be six feet tall I don't for nine months? Feet tall. Or like run a marathon for example. So right. those are options, or you can work on something more intrinsic, like uh, tapping into femininity or sexuality or emotions or whatever it might be. And it, this is a lot harder to decide for me than I ever thought it would be. You I said think. sexuality is an option? <laughs> it's an option. Thanks for that. Uh, anyhow, uh, so originally I wanted to go towards the external goal. I think, I think that's my instinct. I'm, I do a little bit better with the external goal. Like I according can, to who? According to me, oh. this is about me. I, do you want to put your two cents in on that? <laughs> so I think according to me, I do fairly well with planning and goal setting and reaching goals, even if they're not like perfect, but I think I do pretty well with that. I'm organized. I'm task oriented. I, I like to plan. It makes me feel safe and in control. Uh, so that was my initial instinct was to go down that path. And then I had a friend who she pulled me away from the mirror and, and she suggested that, you know, you're good at that. You're choosing something that you can, you know, you can be successful at, but in this container, in this program, that's not why, I'm doing it, right? I'm doing it 
aside from the skills that I'm learning and the content and the knowledge that I'm learning, I'm doing it to grow, to grow, experience personal growth for myself. And so she very lovingly said, you know, maybe you want to lean into vulnerability a little bit. And immediately there was like this resistance, like, okay, I know I need to explore this a little bit. If I'm having this, uh, instinctive response and uh, were you like oh I'm sorry I have a call coming in I gotta I gotta well, go we were out walking and so I couldn't really couldn't run away I couldn't run away right we were halfway around a, a three-mile lake and so you didn't pretend you had like a bowel issue <laughs> and you had to bolt to the bathroom I kind of wanted to get me but, out of the conversation but she's a very good friend that I have come to rely on, lean on, be willing to receive uh, support. And so I, I wanted to hear what she was saying, even though it was a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, and I have learned over the years that when I do have that resistance and that discomfort, there's something to like explore. So anyhow, uh, in this program, I've been working with the other participants and we, we like trade coaching and and I've been coached before, I've done my own coaching, and I'm really trying hard to approach this whole experience with openness and with a beginner's mind, you know, not, not experiencing it in a way that, oh, I already know that. I want to learn everything I could possibly learn, get to know myself as well as I can, and have this experience as fully as possible. So... In working with my my team members they suggested leaning into emotions and uh, kind of being more open with emotions and so the reason I'm telling you this now is the recommendation in my coaching session was to talk to you about my emotions more oh I'm involved yes because you're someone I can uh, rely on and trust and feel safe with even though this is a conversation <laughs> that we're recording for an, a, a fairly large audience so um, I'm leaning into vulnerability and I'm leaning into my emotions and I think that or I'm hoping that my willingness to, to try this and to be open be vulnerable be emotional will allow me to be the best coach that I can be for other people so that when I create a safe trusting space for myself to have that experience of vulnerability and emotions then I will be able to do the same for others nice yeah if we had more time I would ask you about your emotions right now and we could get into it but <laughs> I don't need I don't need to talk about them I just wanted to ask you for your willingness to hear me at times oh heck yes now do i have to listen that's part of hearing oh me. okay yeah it would be my honor well thank you so that's that's all i wanted to talk to you about all right thank nice you. it'll be interesting to see or hear um how you feel going through that process helps you like how that translates to the way you're coaching your clients and if it starts to 
I already think that this experience, I'm, I'm two weeks in and I already think that this experience is helping me um, have m more skill, more openness to my clients. I mean, I've, nice. you know, I think I, I'm a good, I'm good at what I do. <laughs> I'm not to My sound, mom thinks I'm a good person. Not to sound cocky. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I truly love helping people. And that part of my my career is so fulfilling. And in, I, I'm inspired by the people that I work with every single day. And I learn from them every single session that I have. So um, I believe you are very good at it, too. And I guess for a reminder, if you're watching this and you don't know that's available, <laughs> Sarah does offer one-on-one -on -one private hypnotherapy sessions yeah. for those that are ready and it's a good fit, it's a couple hour process. And then it, um, there's a follow-up too, right? It's a, Oh yeah. Right? So the, the hypnotherapy sort of package is, um, a two hour session, a personalized recording, and then a half hour follow-up session after listening to that recording for 21 to 30 days. So the half hour session is about a month after. Correct. Yeah. So that, that whole package as a, a whole is available. Uh, but what I would also like to offer um, for the next couple months um, for this master coaching certification program, I need practice hours, which, you know, I've done a lot of coaching hours in the past, but this is a, like a master certification so um i am going to be offering one hour coaching sessions for 25 percent off for the next few months while i'm getting those hours um for my my final certification so is that a different um process than because you because normally it's a two hour thing correct so the one hour coaching session is simply talking I mean there might be some like somatic inquiry of like meaning connecting with the sensations in your body and exploring their messaging um, so that might be part of it it just really depends on the individual what tools we would use it just won't have the hypnotherapy component or... well there might be a moment where I might ask a client to close their eyes and I might go through a, a short guided experience where they get into a relaxed state in order to relax their nervous system and feel calm and grounded and therefore be able to more safely and trustingly, I don't know if that's word either. Mm. I'm making up all kinds of words today. Uh, but anyhow, more safely be able to have the coaching conversation that's necessary. But there will be no um, recording. And um, is there a coupon code needed for that, or is that a direct link to that? Uh, I don't have a coupon code yet. I'll put a link in the description. Okay. So if you're interested in that, check I'll, the I'll make the coupon program. code and and uh, include it in the description. I just haven't yet. So. Wow. And uh, that's awesome. And now tell me what you're up to. So you I finally have um, finished my series of procrastination. Hmm, I wonder what the procrastination is. Well, uh, it's been challenging. Me. Like I alluded to earlier, the, the brick and mortar business has been winding down for a while. And um, it's 
been tough. Now my time at that location is uh, at a point where I'm refocusing my coaching efforts through the mindful movement. So I've offered this before, but I was hesitant to uh, really put the sales page up and tell the audience because I, I don't think I was really ready to take on the new clients yet. Um, but now it's up. I think it's live. It is. It I've, is. I've finished all the editing and it's all ready to go. So if you want to learn about that, I guess there'll probably be a link in the description I for that. that. Yes. Um, it's very exciting. I'm excited for you and for the people who have the opportunity and desire to work with you because what you offer is really uh, well-rounded and can be a powerful first step to making some healthy changes in people's lives. So mm. can you tell me more about... Yeah, so yeah. it took me a while also, I think, to figure out how to transfer kind of the way that I've coached for years now into an online. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was really hesitant about that because I felt really handcuffed in my abilities because of the way that I was used to coaching. And um, Well, I think you don't want to compromise the quality don't of wanna, service. Right. Yeah. So and, and now that I've um, been playing with it for a while, I've realized I I don't necessarily need to compromise quality. So and for those that are interested, uh, just to paint a general picture of what that looks like, um, it's a five week program. It consists of of a ninety minute call every week. There's always a big movement component to my coaching. Um, but there, it is a, a holistic approach. So there will be, um, you know, all, all the things that are, that add up to like our lifestyle, as far as our habits and behaviors, they will be kind of categorized mm -hmm. so that we could find some low hanging fruit and I could find a way to meet you where you are and, and provide options for you and then let you kind of choose which steps you want to take, what are the right options for you to try right now to integrate in your life. And, um, and that's the way it works. So it'll be five calls over the course of five weeks. And through that, you develop a fairly comprehensive movement practice based on whatever is available to you. So if it's just, you know, a mat on the floor, or if you have a home gym, or if you have access to a local gym that you want to incorporate, that could all be worked in. And then we'll be looking at the other things and the relationships between, um, you know, our daily habits and our physiology and how it helps us show up and identify how you do want to show up and then figure out together, uh, you know, what steps make sense to try mm -hmm. and then practice being objective. Like, is this working? Or do we need to, um, you know, alter the course and turn the dials a little bit? Yeah, that's one thing that I have witnessed you unfold or witnessed you work with clients over the years in that you, you really meet them where they are and support them through the process that needs to happen for that individual. Even as I've witnessed you in group 
group settings, you know, you have a, a detailed program for the group as a whole, but you have this ability to see specifically what each individual needs to support them in the best way, whether it's movement or subtle nutritional changes or uh, even coaching through relationship challenges. I've witnessed all of that in individual and groups, group settings, and it's been pretty amazing to see like your, your eye for what a person really can benefit from, what they need to, to move forward in, in the direction that they, they want. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Yeah. You see me. I do see you. And I see you seeing other people really <laughs> clearly. That's a lot of seeing. Okay. <laughs> we should make a new word for... Oh, I'm done making new words today. Multiple types of seeing. All right, we have to get moving. We have a lot of work ahead of us today. Yeah. Um, thanks for sitting with me. It's been nice. Thanks Thank for you. those kind words. And for you all out there, thanks yeah. for tuning in and listening. And um, If you have any questions, please put them in the comment section. And if you have more questions about those offerings, feel free to send us an email. And... Yeah, and actually leave questions, all, any questions you have, not necessarily about the offerings, but in the comments. And uh, we would, we are planning to do a question and answer show episode. So, yeah, yeah that would be leave nice. us your questions and we'll, we'll answer what we can. All right, everybody, that's a wrap. Have a great day.